Many people assume that it's possible for a person to be an effective leader without really being likable. After all, work isn't a popularity contest. That is technically true, but you may not like the odds. In this episode, we are revealing that even if you're a senior leader or project manager, you should still care if people like you. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zenger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my friend and leadership guru, Jack Zanger. Now, Jack, as I was reading this likability article that you wrote, based on the research that you gathered, I kept thinking about that famous SNL daily affirmation quote that I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. And it turns out that belief and striving to be liked is actually pretty important to you as a leader. Yes. In a study of 51,836 leaders, (laughs) we found just 27 who were rated at the bottom quartile in terms of their likability but who were in the top quartile in terms of overall leadership effectiveness. That's approximately one out of 2,000. (laughs) Not very good odds. (laughs) Um, And that that seems like quite a unique status um, to be really, really effective and super unlikable at the same time. So (laughs) I'm I'm curious, how, how did you measure likability? Our likability index, based on data collected from 360-degree feedback assessments, measures a broad set of behaviors that go kind of far beyond smiling and having a pleasant personality. Mm -hmm. Likability sounds like it's an immutable trait, something people either have or they don't. But our experience in working with thousands of leaders suggests otherwise. You know, if you believe that leadership is ultimately your ability to positively influence other people, then it is obvious that a person who is liked is much more likely to have influence upon others. Yes, there is a, uh, there are powerful tyrants who get good results in the short term because people fear them, Mm -hmm. but that's not the best long-term approach for getting great results. What makes a leader likable? Is it possible for someone to become more likable? Our 360-degree feedback data from these 50,000-plus leaders highlighted seven key steps that executives and others can take to substantially increase their likability. Great. I mean, I think increasing likability is definitely something we can all benefit from, um, especially our friends in that one out of every 2,000 category that we discussed (laughs) earlier. So let's hear the first suggestion. The first one is increase positive interactions and connections with other people. You know, just like the flu or a cold, emotions are contagious. If a person is angry or frustrated, those feelings will spread to others. Conversely, if a leader is positive and optimistic, those emotions also spread. Be aware of your emotional state and work to spread these positive emotions. 
Smiling seems to help create those positive interactions. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, this is the number one thing to improve your likability. You know, I've noticed from our last podcast that we've done that building relationships doesn't often rank very high in terms of importance for leaders. And something that Joe Folkman, our other co-host, said the other day that struck me was he said, if you think of leadership like a three-legged stool, having a short relationship leg can either be really annoying or disastrous. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be best friends with people, all the people you work with. You can't, you won't, but they also shouldn't hate being in your presence. And in some individuals, they want to set boundaries, obviously, with their work relationships. I mean, one friend of mine never wanted to know his colleagues' birthdays because he, he had this fear, irrational fear, that there would be these big expectations or that he'd forget and that people wouldn't like him. So whatever your rules of engagement, the point is that you just need to engage, right? Very much. The next step to improve your likability is to display rock-solid integrity. Do others really trust you to keep your commitments and promises? Are others confident that you will be fair and do the right thing? We like leaders we trust. We dislike those we distrust. The next suggestion about increasing likability is to be cooperative with others. Some leaders behave as if they are in competition with others in their organization. But the purpose of an organization is to unite employees, to work together in a common purpose. You know, I've consulted with organizations where the internal competition between divisions and departments seemed far greater than the competition with their major outside competitors. So I, I struggle, I sometimes struggle with this, cooperate with others. I, <laughs> let me preface, I think it's always helpful to get others' input and opinions. And, and for my work, I produce so much content and it's, it's extremely helpful to have a second or third set of eyes and to bounce new ideas off people. But at the same time, no one, no one likes getting more work to do. I mean, I get roped into some projects and sometimes I groan, but at the same time, it's really nice to collaborate and get to know others better and to feel like you're helping. So, you're saying that involving more people and being willing to collaborate increases my likability. It doesn't make people uh, hate me for <laughs> giving them more work. <laughs> very much. Winning teams are groups of people who are willing to do this and who like to help each other succeed. And, and absolutely uh, being willing to pitch in is a key to being perceived as more likable. The next idea is to be a coach or a mentor or a teacher to others. You know, think about someone who has helped you develop or learn a new skill. How do you feel about that person? Most people have fond and positive memories about their coaches and mentors. Helping others develop is a gift that is never forgotten. The next idea is to be an inspiration. Most leaders know very well how to drive for results. They demand excellence. They insist that employees achieve stretch targets. In other words, they, they push 
And the best bosses do this as well. But that's not all they do. The most successful leaders are also effective at pulling. They roll up their sleeves when necessary and pitch in with the team. They communicate powerfully. Inspiring leaders, as you might expect, are indeed much more likable. Yeah. I always appreciate in our inspiring leader development experience that the research has shown that there is not just one way to inspire, one pathway. I mean, not everyone is going to be a cheerleader if it doesn't come to them naturally, but you can inspire by the way that you nurture others. You can inspire by how principled you lead. You can inspire through your expertise. The point is that you are taking the time and energy and you're putting it toward someone else to help them and build that connection. So what is our last point for points for being more likable? Well, interestingly enough, it is to be be visionary and, and future focused. When employees do not clearly understand where they're headed and how they're going to get there, they become frustrated and dissatisfied. They're, they feel like they're passengers with no control and few options except a complaint. <laughs> yeah. um, sharing a vision of the future and helping team members understand how to get there inspires confidence and makes the leader much more likable. It's hard to like a leader who, who helps you get lost in the wilderness. <laughs> yes. The final one is uh, a quality that we've become very um, intrigued by of late, and that is the willingness to ask for feedback and then making an effort to change based on that feedback. Our 360-degree feedback data shows clearly that most people rate themselves more likable than their bosses, peers, and direct reports rate them. How can you bridge that gap? Our research demonstrates a very strong correlation between a leader's likability and the extent to which they ask for and respond to feedback from others. Feedback from other people helps leaders understand the impact, positive or negative, that they are currently having on others. Well, doggone it, you can become more likable. <laughs> like we've talked about before, you can find success and improvement not by doing all seven of these suggestions, but just start by picking two. And a great way to start would be to ask for feedback and ask your team members to identify any actions that you can take that would have the most value to them. Then you can make a plan. You can identify some specific steps that you will take to improve and then stick to it. Ask others for feedback on your progress. The 90th Percentile on Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin and Jack Sanger and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack Zanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. 
If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to leave us a nice review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.